<laughs> oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. You want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ae forward slash music. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 77 of Dumb All Over, recording from the state that makes you wonder what the fuck happened, Pennsylvania and the not-so-secret layer of New York, this is a progressive podcast of fresh opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture, and we are always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about Trump's Supreme Court pick, Scott Pruitt and his replacement, the Thai soccer team, and some music news. We then learn about the fairness doctrine for this big uh, for this week's bigly topic. We are then joined by the ladies from the Miles and Crawford podcast. Looking forward to that. As always, I am Tom. I am joined by the man who makes the audio sound not so shitty and tries to make my <laughs> voice sound a little bit better and less annoying. Austin. Hey, what's up, Tom? How have you been, Austin? <laughs> I've been good. I've been good. How about you? I'm doing well, except for the news. Yeah, well, of course. But I feel like we could say that every week. <sighs> nah, I know. But, like, it was at one just point. Just once, it, it would was, be nice, right? To, like, not. Just once. Yeah. One week is all I I'm agree. asking. Just yeah. stop it for one week. Stop talking. <laughs> Everyone in yeah. Washington, stop talking. Stop doing things. But that's not the way it works. So we have a lot to cover. So I think what we're going to need before we even do any of that is yes, some alcohol. Come on, come on. Yes, some alcohol. Now, um, I am cheating this week. I was too lazy to go to the liquor store, so I didn't get any craft beer. But I do have craft whiskey in my house, mm. and that is whiskey with apple. It is Jim Beam's apple. It's actually I'm, very it's very good. Very, I'm very not good. sure I approve of this breaking of the rules, but I guess it's okay. But it works. Yeah. Craft right. whiskey. You know, okay. Come on, give me that. We'll give you um, this pass. It's, for it's one like week. 45% ABV or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 80%. So, something like that. Yeah. So, um, I expect this episode to go swimmingly. Austin, what are you drinking today? Well, I uh, pulled out a bottle I have from a very, very underutilized brewery. Um, oh, Weyerbacher. I think I know what it is. Yeah. 
Yingling, yingling, yeah. yingling. Yes. Um, <laughs> for for those of you not in the Northeast, we didn't just make up a word. That's actually the name. Of the beer <laughs> yeah, in yingling. Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it's pretty horrible. It almost sounds. It almost sounds racist. Like if somebody if somebody goes up to an Asian person and says yingling, they're going to be pretty upset. They're going to be pretty upset. Or if you like called somebody a yingling, yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, Austin, like you're that such stupid, a yingling. dirty yingling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what's even, I'm not entirely sure who that's a slur against, but it's somebody. Now, you know what's even worse about that being a, a bad word? Mm. The the beer itself. It's yeah. fucking atrocious. That's true, yeah. But I'm not drinking that. Thank you. Oh, you're not? I, th- I thank thought you the were Lord drinking Yingling. doesn't exist. Why um, are we talking about Yingling if you're not drinking Yingling? Because you it. brought it up, you jackass. I don't remember no, that. I am drinking Weyerbacher, <laughs> which I know okay. I never do. So never. I know never, everybody's never. shocked. I have never. Mary Monk. It's a Belgian Ooh. triple, nine point eight percent. I think is that all compared to my forty five? Come oh, on, I'm bitch, sorry. let's go. Nine point three percent. My bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a little all better. Right. All right. All let's right. do this. Ready? All right. Cheers, Austin. Cheers. To another wonderful week of hell. Seventy seven. <laughs> Seventy seven straight weeks of hell. Oh. I mean, this is so fucking dangerous because yeah. yeah, it does. You know, you get the little whiskey in it, but the apple is so flavorful in this. It's just, it's whis- it's 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 whiskey with apple. Yeah. It's exactly what you think <laughs> it is, a, it's a, but it's, it's not amazing. false advertising. No. Good job, Jim Beam. Sponsor us, please. I'd love for that sponsorship. <laughs> oh my fucking god! How's your Mary Monk? Oh, it's fantastic as always. Is it Mary? It's Mary. Yeah. Is it religiously Mary? Because mm. it would be a monk. It has to be I sort mean, of religious. Is yeah. it an experience? It makes me feel better than any time I've ever been religious. So. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, are, are you ready for this to begin, Awesome. I suppose, I don't know, you have to define what ready is. <laughs> I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's find out if we're ready, but we'll still enter the Trump report. Oh, God. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Is right, Austin. I don't. Especially I this just, week. I just. I give up. I fucking yeah. give up. I, I don't. I just don't know what else to do. What else to say? I, I expected a couple stories this week. I was ready for a couple stories, guaranteed. This is what we're talking about. And then yesterday, Monday, Donald Trump decides to announce his Supreme Court nominee in prime time. Prime time. It was yep. so wonderful. Look, so it was I know how so to get wonderful. the ratings. I know how to get them. Uh, he got them. I, it was probably very, very watched because everyone who's afraid of their fucking future just tuned in to watch. Yeah. I, I was out there. I had all of my judicial roses. Mm-hmm, and I gave one to Judge Kevorkian or whatever his name is. Judge Kevorkian. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. Look, whatever. I just Pensy told me who to pick, and I was like, whatever, Mike. Uh yeah. You know what? That's a good point. This is something. This is somebody that I feel like Mike Pence definitely had. He had something to say about this. Oh yeah. Um, well, so first of all, let's find out who he is. His name is Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. <laughs> or. As referred to by Senator Dick Durbin, Democrat of Illinois, the Forrest Gump of Republican politics. <laughs> mm. 
An actual Life is quote, like by a the box way. Of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Either. <laughs> except, yeah. <laughs> except they're probably all white chocolate. I'm just mm, assuming. Yeah, I'm just assuming true. it's all white chocolate in there. Uh, the worst kind of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> white chocolate. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. White chocolate is really gross. <laughs> like, I. It's too sweet. There's a thing called too sweet. Mm-hmm. I and it doesn't and, have any of that like. Yeah, like it's got to have a little. That's like bitterness? bitterness, yeah. Yeah, you exactly. need a little bitterness. Yeah. Um, well, the white chocolate's been in charge for like a thousand years, so it's probably not that bitter. <sighs> That's pretty true. <laughs> um, Except so, that somehow it does get bitter, and then it elects Donald Trump. I don't understand. I don't think this is uh, a metaphor anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. At this point, it just became reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about Brett Kavanaugh, because we got to figure out who he is and what he stands for. Brett Kavanaugh's career before the Supreme Court, this is according to Vox.com, born and raised in suburban Maryland, the son of two lawyers, Uh, Kavanaugh was educated at the Tony All-Boys Catholic High School, Georgetown Prep, (laughs) where he was two years ahead of Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch. By the way, he's young. He's 53. Mm. He's only 53, which means at the very least, you're going to see him for the next 30 years, probably. I know. It's horrible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that that's the sad part. Um, he went to Yale. He went to Yale Law. Everything seems okay at this point, and then all of a sudden, it just like it gets real. He worked uh, in the Solicitor General's office for George H. W. Bush's administration, and then clerked for Anthony Kennedy on the Supreme Court. Mm. Since two thousand and six, he has sat on the D.C. Circuit, uh, which also produced. Current justices John Roberts and Clarence Thomas. I, I have to say, <laughs> sitting on the DC circuit does not sound like a fun thing. Like it just it sounds it, it sounds like you're sitting on some kind of exposed electrical wires. <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's pretty good. Oh, DC circuit really sent a charge up my ass. Can can DC circuit be my new cover band? Because I know exactly who it's going to sure, be. Sure. Yeah. It's okay, AC. It's it's well, ACDC's cover yeah. band. Yeah. It's the easiest yeah. one so far, I think. DC Circuit. I think uh, so. Okay. Yeah, I think that is the easiest one. Kavanaugh's first legal writings came in a 1989 note for the Yale Law Review, where he also served as notes editor. The piece concerned the. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The piece concerned. Uh, the 1986 Supreme Court case Baston versus Kentucky and no that's not Boston with the terrible Boston accent it's Baston versus Kentucky Uh, a landmark ruling that bared prosecutors from excluding jurors from cases based solely on their race Hmm. very interesting okay Uh, in between uh, his clerkships and his time with Kennedy Kavanaugh worked in solicitor's office under George Bush uh, senior uh, where he, I guess, started becoming the conservative alt-right that he is now. Mm, yeah. He's very confusing, from what I understand. Liberals hate him, as you could imagine. You yeah. know, why would you like this guy? But conservatives aren't, not all conservatives are all for him either. So, according know, to this... It's so hard to figure out conservatives. They really what, are. What do you want? <laughs> He's uh, giving you exactly what you want. I, I Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, wait. Maybe well, th- well, let's, let's be honest. I think one of the reasons uh, he was picked by Trump is because he's one of the few judges to go out and say, uh, I don't think you can impeach a president. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's like, basically, yeah. the president's above the law. Yeah, uh, exactly. Trump is like, you don't have to say that twice. Vote me, <laughs> Kevorkian. Yeah. You 
are going to do a great job. You're going to do a great job, and I'm going to be in office a long, long time. Uh huh. So enjoy that while uh, oh, fucking Jones down from Alabama goes. Oh, maybe I'll vote for him. Oh, not just Jones, but there's already three Democrats who are going to vote for him. So he he's going to be nominated. Of course, he, he's, of he's course. going to be uh, accepted into the Supreme Court. It's it's just a matter of time at this point. So a couple of reasons. Uh, one specific reason why uh, some conservatives don't like him is actually kind of an interest one, uh, especially for our show. Newdow versus Roberts which reached the D.C. Circuit in 2010, in which atheist activist Michael Newdow challenged the So Help Me God provision in the presidential oath. Kavanaugh agreed with the two other conservatives on his panel that the challenge failed, but concluded that the plaintiff at least had standing to bring the case as offended observers. And that alone pissed off the religious right. What? Yeah, that's it. That That's what pissed off the religious right. It's the fact that he... <laughs> Pretty much that, allowed that this to happen. He, that he said he had standing, even though he was going to rule against him. He ruled against him. So what the fuck does it matter? These people are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I just don't think they get it. Well, I don't like him because he recognized atheists as people. That's you know what, Austin. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. In 2015, Kavanaugh mm-hmm. dissented from the DC's current refusal. Uh, circuit's refusal to consider a religious liberty challenge to Obamacare's contraceptive mandate or as full court uh, rather than a panel. He Mm. writes that he would rule in favor of the challenge that the mandate unconstitutionally burdens religious freedom. But it doesn't, though. It doesn't. But we're not trying to reason. We understand that it doesn't. The thing, it's just like, that's why the conservatives don't like him? Yeah, it's very confusing. Excuse me? Yeah. No. I don't There's, understand. Like, he's everything you want. You know, He's a, t- he's a typical conservative. Yeah. Now, it is true, and I, I was going through Twitter, and there were some people who are way more qualified to talk about this than I am. They were talking that there <coughs> were further... Andrew further. <laughs> <laughs> there were further right candidates that Trump could have picked. Oh, of course, yeah. Like um, So, in a way, it kind of... All it really did was just replace the one that we have i don't think he found somebody more right than kennedy what do you think Mm, well no i think he is further right than kennedy you think so but um yeah i do but he's not you know the extreme right because Mm. trump already had his extreme right candidate he has neil gorsuch you know it doesn't get much further right than that it doesn't but it could have apparently well it doesn't get much further right than that and get um through the nomination process Right, but you know what? At this point, I think Trump could have put in a, an active KKK member, and the Republicans would have been like, "Well, he's good on abortion," you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It seems like that, at least. Uh, if only they had been aborted, <laughs> <laughs> or just you know, this is why I believe in condoms. This is a beautiful mm, thing yeah. because imagine Neil Gorsuch could have been in a in a little, uh, you know, little tube of. <laughs> A little a condom, a little condom, probably. I'm just a saying. Little, yeah, it was probably a little condom. Those a little, are, a little. Those are the only ones I buy. Well, yeah, I like it. That's tight. that's Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I need the biggest condom you can get. Okay, uh, here you go, Mr. Trump. No, what is this? I'm not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I said the biggest finger condom you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Even that, his pointer finger or his middle finger is probably still stubby and short, mm. just like. We're look, talking about his penis, everyone. At, We're talking about hands. his dick. I assure you, there's no problem except <laughs> no the tiny problem. penis. 
So that's it. So listen, that is a quick, you know, understanding of who um, Brett Kavanaugh is. Mm. Because of the fact that he's not extreme right, I think without any hesitation, he is going to be the replacement for Anthony Kennedy. I just I, mean, I, I don't I don't see why he wouldn't be. Well, let's be honest, he is pretty extreme right. He's just not, he, you know, right. over the edge like. But you know, like twenty years ago, this would have been unheard of. Somebody that uh, far. well, maybe not. Very true. Well, to, yeah, to I don't know. Through. Yeah, I don't and know. Scalia was there for how long? So that's true. Yeah, it, it. Pretty much what I learned from this, Austin. This is what I'm taking from this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So we got a, f- a little further right. It, like I said, it, it seems like it could have been a lot worse, but we kind of expected I'm, it to go further right. We expected it. See, the it. thing is, though, I'm not sure because any further right and, <clears throat> you know, there goes Roe v. Wade, there goes a Bergefeld. Yeah, and I, mean, and I think I read somewhere where he's on record, Brett Kavanaugh, uh, saying something like he's not going to bother challenging Roe versus Wade because it's already a, it's already a law. Oh, and it's well, almost impossible to replace them. And no. at least if that's an accurate quote, and it it very well might not be. It might not be. I just found it on Twitter. No. So it's probably not. But if it is, at least there's some kind of hope there. Well, you know? let's see how the hearings go. Yeah, it's not going to go well. I'm probably not even going to watch this one. I'm not even going to yeah, waste my time. Not, it's not gonna, yeah, it's not going to be great. I'll just get the spark notes. I honestly will. Um, so moving on. This is what I was excited about. Okay. okay? You've been this waiting sto- for this one. Yeah. No, no, not this story. This oh. is what I was going to start the week off with until yesterday happened. Scott Pruitt. Scott Pruitt fucking resigned. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. I saw a video of this uh, lady very politely confronting him while he was having lunch. Did you see this video? I think I did. Yeah. And she's pretty much just reading off of a list that she wrote saying why you should resign. And then three days later, the fucker resigned. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like he resigned because the uh, the White House wanted him to. Listen, I don't give a fuck why he resigned. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying, yeah. You know what no, I mean? I agree. I'm just saying that, like, he seems torn up about it. And I understand because he was getting a free ride off the taxpayer. True. Yeah. And he was, well, he was also under and a his lot wife, of scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was getting... Uh, what they were helping her find a fucking job at one point. Oh yeah, uh, for no less <laughs> for no less than four hundred grand, you find her a job. It's fucking fucking so crazy. So anyway, I was really excited. I was really excited. Yeah, but that excitement really didn't last long. It lasted less than a day because as soon as he resigns, well, his acting administrator Andrew Wheeler. Is now his replacement. Yeah. And Andrew Wheeler is probably worse than Scott Pruitt. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, we can't fucking win. <laughs> it's like, just give me one win, Austin. Just one. Sorry, you're going to have to wait till November. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I lose faith every fucking week. Every week. Well, you know what? I had been losing faith until Alexandria. Alexandria, won. yeah. yeah. And then I, I got the faith back. Yeah. All right. So Andrew, so Scott Pruitt going through a lot of accusations for using taxpayer money for everything, you know, 
from renting cars to vacations and hotel and travel and all that, right? And some kind well, of like weirdly cheap apartment in DC. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that probably he rented for the, from that, a lobbyist. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, what from a the weird ho- corruption story. Th- that's for the hookers. Let's get that oh, right. Yeah. That's that's for the blow and the hookers. The Pruitt girls. <laughs> the <laughs> I, that's my oh. Spice Girls cover band. <laughs> Pruitt girls. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. It's just a lot sadder. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty sad then too. It is pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, he was facing up to twenty different uh, accusations. Oh, I was for... so hoping you were going to say twenty years in prison. <laughs> No, you know what? Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to jail. No, he's not going to jail. But uh, so I here, can, can, a man can dream, Tom. A man can dream. So you're talking about some of the stuff that he spent money on. I'm going to read you some of this. This sure. is from CNN Politics. Okay, fake news. Pruitt incurred a sizable number of investigations into his spending and practices at EPA, including inquiries by the House, Senate, and the EPA itself, and the White House. Among them were inquiries. I'm sorry, serious inquiries only. Uh, Thomas, come on our show Uh, The the EPA Inspector General is reviewing all of Pruitt's 2017 travel Which is expected to include multiple taxpayer-funded weekend trips That Pruitt took to Oklahoma out of all fucking places. All right. Why? You know, that, that's maybe the most what offensive a, thing I've ever heard taxpayer money spent on. What a waste of our money. <laughs> yeah. I, I know our money's being used in other crappy ways, but that's that's the that's where I draw the fucking line. Look, if you're going to use taxpayer money, use it to go see Hamilton. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't take it to Oklahoma. <laughs> but if we're going to stay in the country, because other places he went to, Italy and Morocco, two beautiful countries. But then Oklahoma's in the same fucking <laughs> sentence. If you're going to go anywhere, go to Hawaii or yeah, something. What, what was he doing in Oklahoma? Hookers and blow again? <laughs> uh, from Oklahoma? <laughs> For, yeah, ugh, that's two, two tooth magoo. <laughs> oh my god, this is just cornstarch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I went to fucker and I pulled a piece of corn out. Yeah. It's it would be it, it would be corny. Oh no! <laughs> this is when I wish I'd hide that sniper. <laughs> Uh, a different EPA inspector general review, uh, review involves Pruitt's travel practices, suggesting that it would review Pruitt's use into his round-the-clock security detail, which travels with him even when off-duty on family vacations. But apparently, by the way, but apparently not to that restaurant where he got be- completely berated by that woman. <laughs> yeah, I guess he called him <laughs> off by then. But there, I saw one image of the security around him. He had like 10 to 15 people around him. Mm. No offense, People hate you. Yes, Scott Pruitt. People hate you. However, you're not that special. No. <laughs> Trust me, you're people not hate that you, special. but not that many people know who you are. So. No. Yeah. Only suckers like you and I yeah. know who he is and yeah. the people probably listening to the show. But that's about it. That's yeah. about it. Oh, by, um, by the way, I have to say yeah. there's, a, there's a very brave and noble bartender who told Stephen Miller to fuck himself and fuck gave him himself, the middle finger. Yeah. yeah. And that he did not like that. Is he hero. did not like that. Yeah. He chased, he actually ran out to the parking lot to call his name after he was already leaving. And Steve Miller probably turned around like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. like a fan. And then he's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I love it. It would be Beautiful. funny if he just really didn't like Fly Like an Eagle. 
Oh, that's like, so hey, good. Fly like an eagle sucks. Fuck oh, you. So good. Um, there's but, also but, more. Uh, what surprises me that he was eating sushi. Stephen yeah. Miller was eating sushi. Yeah, he's a little strange, isn't it? Yeah, because who brought sushi to America? Uh, white people. Oh, yeah, of course. Everybody. <laughs> the clan. <laughs> loves the white the, sushi. The, the clan went fishing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it like? Uh, like one piece of like poorly cut halibut? <laughs> no, it's white meat. Oh, obviously. white meat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Co- other white, white cod. Yeah. yeah, it's the other white meat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One, here's here's a couple more. That's Just we, a couple that's more. What we call Melania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no one cares about her. Um, there are also multiple inquiries into Pruitt's lease of a fifty dollar a night Capitol Hill condo in 2017 from lobbyist Vicky Hart. Hey, that's the one I was Hart- talking about. Hart's husband, Stephen Hart, who is also a lobbyist, met with Pruitt at the same time that he was leasing that room. Wow. Um, and then, <laughs> I call that convenient. <laughs> <laughs> this is there's a lot more. I'm only going to read one more. Okay. Um, GAO, which is Government Accountability Office, uh, found in April that Pruitt's installation of a $43,000 soundproof phone booth violated federal spending laws. But where is he going to change into a Superman? (laughs) (laughs) But hold on, because EPA didn't notify lawmakers that it exceeded the $5,000 limit for agency heads to improve their office. He spent $43,000 on a soundproof phone booth. Is this guy paranoid? Who is he he trying to uh, prevent from hearing him? The Earth? (laughs) (laughs) He's not head of the CIA. Either, either, maybe we're wrong. Maybe he's the cigarette smoking man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's using the EPA as just a cover up to make it look like he's doing a menial job in the government. He's not that clever. (laughs) <laughs> but forty three thousand dollars for sound. He's either super paranoid or he's the smoking man from the X Files. You tell us because I, I don't know what forty three thousand dollars is a yeah. lot of money to listen to somebody talk about ruining the environment. We don't need to not. We don't need to hear your phone calls to know you're fucking the environment up the ass. <laughs> not in the good <laughs> like, way. No, no, definitely not in the good. This is without lube. He is fucking the environment without lube. Yeah. Okay. So, well, if I've learned anything from the X-Files, the, just the fact that he's gone now doesn't mean he won't come back in a storyline that makes no sense. Uh. <laughs> so, to pretty much just sum up the new guy, uh, Andrew Wheeler, he's a former coal uh, lobbyist, coal mining lobbyist. He is just as bad, if not worse, than Scott Pruitt. He might be worse just for the simple fact that I think he knows a little bit more than Scott Pruitt, because Scott Pruitt's kind of a dumbass. Uh, so we're looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> a couple mm. more years of our environment getting completely fucked. Congratulations. I, I will say this as a quick party note, uh, something a little more optimistic. So okay. you know um, Trump appointed the new head of, the, of NASA, and uh, the guy he appointed, whose name escapes me at the moment, was okay. well known as a climate change denier and one of the most vocal climate change deniers in Congress. Now, who, mm-hmm. since he's been there, he has totally changed his mind and is now an advocate really? for stopping climate change. Yes. That's actually pretty cool. I didn't know people could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, know. I knew Republicans are capable of such a thing. And so they said he said that it was because of the overwhelming evidence that he 
was able to see as head of the of NASA. <laughs> Science. Yeah. And once you start Okay, but here's yeah. the, here's the problem I had. Then there was an op-ed piece, I think in Huffington Post that said, "We'll see if we just give them the evidence, Republicans are capable of change." And I'm like, "What? We're going to make each and every one get a turn at the head of NASA?" <laughs> <laughs> if that You know what, Austin? If that's what it takes, <laughs> if that's what it takes, yeah. if that's what it takes, I wouldn't mind if like Mitch McConnell all of a sudden was like oh, the, oh, oh, oh. the the net. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it if it if it just changed a few of their opinions. Because if that if that's all it takes, which shockingly science changed their opinions, science. then fuck it, that's fine. No. So yeah, that's a good note to end it on. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, NASA, yeah, science. <laughs> uh speaking of science, I'm not sure where that segue is actually going. But <laughs> so, speaking of science, the computer we're recording on is made of science. <laughs> <laughs> um kind of a, a weird story. I'm not gonna cover too much on it now okay. that everything's okay. But twelve young boys and their soccer coach are finally freed from a Thailand cave. Yeah, the Catholic Church finally moved the rock away. (laughs) (laughs) That was their holding pen. (laughs) No, so apparently, from what I understand, there's like this rite of passage where these kids go into this cave that has a very small entrance. What, and then die? (laughs) And then come back out. And if you come back out, you're like, hey, you're a man. Why can't you? Why can't these kids just go to a bathroom, beat it off? And then say, I'm a man, I got proof, and that's it. Like oh, now your <laughs> wash your hands. Go ahead, wash your hands. So for like a long time, what over two yeah, weeks? They're stuck in a cave. Yeah. They're stuck in a cave. Their oxygen was depleting. Then all of a sudden they were like, Oh, you know, in, in like the next month we'll get you out. And then the rain started coming and it was flooding the cave and then a Navy SEAL tried to scuba dive down there, and he died. Mm-hmm. It's like a Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Lifetime. A <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's like a Lifetime movie that got all around the world. The entire world was interested in the story. And just today, the final wave of rescue happened, and the boys were saved. All 12 of them were saved, and the coach was as well. Um, I think it looked bad for a while. I mean, uh, other than the uh, like, my favorite part of the story is that they all made it out. You know, that's great. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a but great. great my ending. other favorite part of the story is when Elon Musk is like, you know what? I'll build a little submarine <laughs> and send it in after them, and then <laughs> and then at the Vatican, they're like, we'll just send Father Donovan; he'll find them. <laughs> There's never been a boy he couldn't find. <laughs> I, it's funny because I saw the article saying that. Oh my god! I found an article saying that like uh, Elon Musk was going to be joining the the rescue operation. I'm like, what on earth is he going to contribute to this? Like, what are you going to send? You're going to send a rocket to space and find information about how to drill a <laughs> hole or like scuba dive better? <laughs> what? What do you serve? What purpose do you have in? <laughs> He's, he's gonna send the cave to space on a Model X. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just, <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. And then I found out something about the uh, about the submarine. I was like, oh my god! 
God. But Depends hey, listen, uh, I'm not going to drag on to the story because I want to move. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It better be. It better be. If it wasn't, that'd be really disappointing. <laughs> but um, listen, the kids are safe. Thank you to the uh, Navy SEALs for risking their lives because one, one Navy SEAL lost his life, like I said. But uh, you risk your lives and you save 12 kids and their coach. I hope that no one ever goes near this cave again. So anyway, that's it. Uh, it's cool, cool little story. Good story to end on, right, Austin? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, apart from Elon Musk, you know, really not doing anything <laughs> and getting a lot of credit for a lot not of doing credit. anything. Yeah. But I got one more story for you, Austin. Jesus Christ, where are these <laughs> these stories coming from? Go ahead. This one is actually a really cool story. This might be my favorite story ever. I love everything about this. So let's let's go back just a little bit. What is Donald Trump's nickname for Kim Jong-un? I believe it is um, Rocket Man. Little, it is little, Rocket Man. Little Rocket Very good, Man. Austin. Yeah. You get a cookie. Okay. About fucking so, time I get a cookie. <laughs> so. Is it a so pop cookie? <laughs> so what ends up happening, um, something, something ended up happening where uh, Mike Pompeo was said to have brought a, a, a copy of Rocket Man for Kim Jong-un when they went to visit, okay? Well, he was Whether burning not- out his fumes out there alone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Whether or not that's real, I don't know. I don't care. That's what happened. So the UK, the United Kingdom, my favorite country in the world right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe that's where the two testicle chaps are. Yes, that is. <laughs> Take that. I edited that episode. Did you? (laughs) Nice. So this is what they're going to do. There was a suggestion from Kim (laughs) Jong-un that he should give Donald Trump a copy of Green Day's American Idiot. Oh, that would have been amazing. (laughs) Okay. So this is coming from England. This is the article is from entertainmentweekly.com, EW.com, but this is all taking place in England. When President Donald Trump arrives in the UK for a visit beginning July 13th, so by the time this show is out, he'll already be there, yeah. a growing group of protesters have one goal, and that's to make American Idiot the number one song on the English charts. And so far, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> As of Tuesday afternoon, today's this is the most recent article I could find. It's literally from three hours ago, our time on Tuesday afternoon. As of Tuesday afternoon, the song that was released in 2004 was the number one song on Amazon's UK bestseller list. It's also at number 18 on Britain's official singles chart, according to chart data, and it's been bouncing in and out of the top 10 and 20 for the past week. A face group, a Facebook group promoting the social media campaign has more than 20,000 followers in three days and has been calling on... Uh, said followers to download American Idiot between July 6th and the 12th. Trump will attend the NATO summit in Brussels around this time, kicking off his travels in Europe. As of right now, Austin, American Idiot is number nine on the UK charts. (laughs) (laughs) Green Day has yet to comment. 
But the band's official Twitter uh, uh, feed retweeted a remark from Senator uh, from Senator Tim Kaine on Friday regarding Trump's uh, re- regarding reports that Trump had planned to gift North Korean leader Kim Jong Un with the CD featuring Elton John's Rocket Man, uh, not to Trump's nickname, blah 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 blah. And Kim Jong Un sends a copy of Green Day's American Idiot. Kane said, "So that's where it started." <laughs> okay, all right, hold on. Now I have to say that I mean Green Day is supposed to be a punk band. Yeah, and yet they're retweeting Tim Kaine. Well, it's the personification. Of, I will. I will like, say this: slightly as, moldy as, white bread. <laughs> as a rabid fan of Green Day, like I am, I know that they are actually pretty progressive in their political views. I think they just retweeted this because of the fact that it's it's caused such a craze, and not just that, but American Idiot came out in two thousand and four, and yet. It's about to be number one, and I guarantee you it's going to happen because this story is now officially mainstream, and everyone's just going to do it. Now, American Idiot, for those who don't know, was originally dedicated to George W. Bush. Yeah, because we thought we couldn't get any stupider than that. But Exactly. 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 So I, I saw the story. My dad... Uh, help me out with this one. It's actually funny because my dad's an immigrant, so it just makes everything even better. Mm. Um, yeah, so... If you're listening, and I know you are, because UK, for some odd reason, you listen to us, go and download American Idiot. I don't care if you don't like the song. By the way, you should like the song. It's a really good song. But if you don't like the song, just download it and then delete it, and then download it again, and then delete it, and then download it again and delete it. Just keep doing it until it's number one. So these are the songs you have to beat. Leave a Light On by Tom Walker. With a little help from my friends, seriously, it can't get original. Maroon 5's <laughs> Girls Like You featuring Cardi B. Uh, next, number five, Rise by Jonas Blue. Fake name. I don't, yeah, next, I don't know who that if is. You, if You're Over Me by Years and Years. Fake band. Number three, <laughs> Solo featuring Demi Lovato. Irrelevant artist. Number two, Shotgun by George Urza. I don't really care. Number one, Three Lions. Why? Because you're English and the album covers an English flag? Get over it. Download American Idiot, motherfuckers. That was a very righteous rant. (sighs) Sorry. That was fun, and I enjoyed it. That's all that matters. That's all I care about. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, Austin. I I broke out a sweat with that one. That was good. That's good. Whew. Uh, okay. So, um, well, this is awkward. Uh, <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, hi, Austin. <laughs> so I think what Tom's trying to say is that he doesn't know how to end this segment. So, um, let's just say that it's, it's really funny, uh, England, what you're doing. Um, although I wish... <laughs> Like as much fun as I love, I love that you're trolling our president, which is very, very kind of you. Very but, kind. But uh, maybe you should pay a little more attention to what's going on with Brexit because I hear people well, are resigning, like like it's the Trump administration over there. Okay, but Austin, <laughs> we've already learned that America is the only country in the world, which is why our other report is called the Not America Report, not the World Report. Yeah, right? and I'm not sure so, what the problem is. Like Brexit is just British for exit. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can't wait to have Steven on this month. I know. I know it's, it's going to be, be a couple. It's going to be a couple weeks out, yeah. but I can't wait for it because it's 
Like a lot has happened. <laughs> All right, but so with we'll that, let's end yeah. the segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back. Austin's going to tell us about something I probably don't know much about, and <laughs> uh, be just about everything, and just about everything. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned. All right. Welcome back to the Dowcast. It is the Dowcast. Uh, I've been following Peter Dow a little bit more. Why have you been doing that? Because, you know, he's the future progressive. Oh, yeah, I, of course. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that he's leading our country the correct way. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's not. He's not, by the way. The answer is he's not. Um, are you still drinking the same thing? I'm drinking the same thing, yeah. So am I, Austin. So am I. It's whiskey and it's apple and it's really good. Um, okay. It is time for a segment that I don't think we've done in a couple of weeks now. No, but I'm no. I'm happy that it's back because it's time for me to learn something in this week's Bigly Topic. Yes, okay. So it is back, the Bigly it Topic. Is. It is. So this week, our bigly topic is the Fairness Doctrine, Marvel's, Austin, Marvel's you- newest superhero movie <laughs> designed to specifically make the heads of the alt-right explode. Oh, no. Oh, shit. I wasn't supposed to tell you about that. You were not. So I was no. about to ask you, what even is <laughs> yes, the Fairness Doctrine? <laughs> but we, we decided we weren't going to steal from the Wayward Willis. <laughs> and we, all, we also decided at the last SJW meeting... That we were going to keep the Fairness Doctrine Marvel movie under wraps. Okay. Wait, hold on. SJW? What is that? Yeah. Social Justice Warriors. Tom, you need to get on the internet jargon quickly. Uh-oh. Okay? Uh-oh. I, 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 uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, uh, okay. All jokes aside, the Fairness Doctrine was actually a policy that required the holders of broadcast licenses both to present controversial issues of public importance and to do so in a manner that was, in the FCC's view, honest, equitable, and balanced. Now, I know you grammar warriors out there caught the most important part of that sentence, that it's in the past tense. And yes, the Fairness Doctrine was a policy in the United States for a long time, until it wasn't. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm much, interested. Much like Glass-Steagall. So I guess I'm going to call this my um, Things America Used to Have Bigly Topic series. There we go. Yeah. Okay. That's like a integrity. series within a series. It's <laughs> yeah. literally series inception. That's what this is. Seriesception. I like it. Seriesception. I like, it. I like yeah. it too. Okay, good. All right. It just sounds like when Siri asks herself for help. <laughs> That's what Siri sounds like. <laughs> it's like it's like I do not know the answer, Siri. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> yeah, and then your phone explodes, and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but we'll we'll get to why it's no longer a policy. But first, let's talk about what it was. So here's how the Washington Post described it in a 2011 article entitled Everything You Need to Know About the Fairness Doctrine, which I thought was a good place to start. Um, The Fairness Doctrine, as initially laid out in the report in the matter of editorializing by broadcast licenses, I I love how the government always picks great names for their reports. 
Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, they require the TV and radio stations holding FCC-issued broadcast licenses to, one, devote some of their programming to controversial issues of public importance and allow the airing of opposing views on those issues. This meant that uh, programs on politics were required to include opposing opinions on their topic under discussion. Broadcasters had an active duty to determine the spectrum of views given on a given issue and include those people best suited to representing those views in their programming. Additionally, the rule mandates that broadcasters alert anyone subject to a personal attack in their programming and give them a chance to respond, and required any broadcasters who endorse political candidates to invite other candidates on to respond. Um, but however, the Fairness Doctrine is different from the equal time rule. So, that which that is actually still in effect. So okay. we still have the equal time rule. We don't, we don't have the Fairness Doctrine anymore. Um, okay, so here, here is kind of a little bit of the history about it. Uh, it's from the same article. From the Radio Act of 1927, Congress dictated that the FCC should only issue broadcast licenses when doing so serves the public interest. Oh, In Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> In 1949, the FCC interpreted this more strictly to mean that licenses should include discussions of matters of public importance in their broadcasts and that they should do so in a fair manner. It issued in manner of editorializing broadcast licenses, the one we talked about already, uh, which announced the Fairness Doctrine and began enforcing it. Now, from the beginning, the Fairness Doctrine had its detractors, and in 1969, it was taken all the way to the Supreme Court in the famous Red Lion Broadcasting Company Incorporated versus Federal Communications Commission's case. I'm just kidding. I never heard of that either. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. I was actually like, yeah, wait. you were thinking I, like, oh, I, I, was like, I don't this. think I know what this is. Yeah, well, don't worry. I do. Nobody <laughs> fucking does except for okay. Andrew Torres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So in, in that case, the case of Red Lion Broadcasting Corp. Incorporated versus Federal Commission. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, it's a very long title. Will V. Wade is much more succinct. It is, yes. Uh, and probably extinct, unfortunately. Um, Stop. Not yet. We <laughs> not still yet. have 30 <laughs> years for that. So in, in this case, uh, the Supremes, thank you, Michelle Wolf, uh, decided that it was <laughs> constitutional because the spectrum from which broadcasters were broadcasting was actually owned, and it still is, by the government. And it is what? just leased to broadcasting companies. Yes. So the, the airwaves and the mm -hmm. radio waves that are broadcast over by these broadcasting corporations are actually owned by us, the people. And we hmm. lease them to companies. And that's why the Supreme Court was like, you know what? You don't actually own the airwaves. So, yeah, the government has a right to regulate them. It's funny. I don't remember signing off to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that because of government research, we came up with radio waves and television waves. Sure. And it's one of the few times we actually held on to the technology instead of just giving it away to a corporation for free. Well, like okay. we did with cell phones and right, right. Uh, internet and everything else. <laughs> so this is the, one of the few things that the public actually owns. Because if the if you know if a corporation owned it, I'm sure we'd be paying out of the asshole. So we for, still own it. Uh, the yes, the oh. United States government still owns the airwaves. Yes. Oh, okay, true. okay, okay. Now the fairness doctrine was revoked in 1987 during Ronald Reagan's administration. I know, shocking. Nobody uh, expected it no. to be during old Reagan's administration. No, yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, apparently, the FCC during the Reagan administration thought that having broadcasters held to a standard of quote-unquote fairness would not be fair to conservatives. So they revoked it. 
Mm. Now, they didn't say that outright, obviously, because well, sure. unlike sure. this current administration, they were a little bit more subtle. Not much. A little bit. Not much, but yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But it's, but it's no coincidence that shortly after the rule was revoked, right-wing television and radio boomed across the country. Oh, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> exactly. And he is one of the biggest critics of the Fairness Doctrine. Of course. Um, many commentators believe that revoking the doctrine has led to extreme polarization of our country, which mm, it's hard to disagree with. Um, it's very hard. Yeah. yeah. Much like Glass-Steagall, the Fairness Doctrine has been brought up, mostly by liberals, quite a few times in Congress. But it hasn't come that close to being put back into law. Um, opposition to the doctrine comes almost entirely from conservatives who would have a hard time following the doctrine and still be able to spout their nonsense lies. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Fox News would literally not exist. Uh-huh. But this story has a happy ending. So luckily for us, in the name of bipartisanship, Barack Obama's FCC officially killed the regulation in 2011. Oh, wait. That's not a happy ending. So that's, that's, that's not a happy ending. No. You you fuck face. <laughs> I was ready for a happy ending. I even had my dick out and everything. And then you all of a sudden just say that? That's yeah. not cool, Austin. Not yes. cool. So yes, Barack Obama's FCC really did in 2011. Because despite the fact that they stopped enforcing in 1987, it was still on the books. And Barack Obama, uh, well, not him personally, but the, his FCC decided, let's just end it. Right, like, you know, let's just let people, you know, say whatever they want in the airwaves and not mm -hmm. hold them to any kind of standard at all. Mm -hmm. And thus began Dumb All Over Podcast. <laughs> Everybody, that's where the Bigly Topic ends. No. <laughs> I don't know where the Bigly Topic ends and we begin. <laughs> but yes, that that is, yeah, that is the Fairness Doctrine. So... <sighs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Another so, law enacted, you know, in the 20s and 30s that seemed to be a good idea. And then in the 80s and 90s, we decided, eh. <laughs> It really, you know, every day that I'm on this planet, <laughs> I think to myself, huh, the people who call me snowflakes happen to be the snowflakes. It's a really funny situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Wow. <laughs> um, there's not much fairness to that fairness doctrine, Austin. Well, there was until they decided that, you know, let's just not do it anymore because so, it, be, it would be listen, too burdensome on partisans to You, you and to I talk about Barack Obama from time to time. We talk about yep, mostly yep. the good things. We try not to think about the bad things, but mm -hmm. this is one of the things. Yeah, it's this, one of the not so great, like the drug this war. Is, yeah, this is like, this is yeah. this is literally fracking. This is it's one of those things that Obama did that real liberals should not be supporting. But now, there, uh, there's a uh, the 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 reason that people think that his FCC revoked it is because there was a mounting um, complaint by right wing media that he was going to bring it back and thus would be the end of right-wing media as they feel like it would be oh, used to censor them. What would we do without Fox News? Yeah. And I feel like an easy way, instead of just going, well, well let's just get rid of it then. Uh, an easier way to do that would have been to read the, the doctrine to them, to read the policy, and then say, what part of that can't you follow? 
Like you have to, you have to present the topic honestly. Seriously, you have to yep. have opposing views, credible opposing views. You, <laughs> you have to um, be cited. Yes. What part of that is going to be difficult for you to follow? Well, if it's Fox News, all of the above. <laughs> I know, but it would put instead of just acquiescing to them, it would yeah. put them on the defensive. It's and funny they would to have to prove how well the fairness doctrine really isn't fair because if we have to be honest, then we just can't have right wing media. I mean, come on. Listen, I, I used to always say there's a good, there's a reason to have the other side's opinion because if you just have your opinion, sometimes certain things might get clouded. So it might be it's an okay thing to have the other media. Ah, but you know what? I've grown up since then. <laughs> fuck the right wing and fuck Fox News. So that's it. So um, is there any chance, Austin, while doing your research, that the fairness doctrine could come back? Yes or no? Well, it has been brought up several times in Congress. Okay, by, by who? Like Dick Durbin. Okay. Um, John yeah, Kerry. That, 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 that's a dick that's growing on me. It really is. <laughs> John I'm, Kerry. I'm glad one is. <laughs> John Kerry? Who the fuck is John Kerry? Why is he still in our conversation in 2018? Well, because this was 2000. Four, I think. Okay, so he was relevant back then. Yes, he was. Anything, yeah. anything recently? Is Bernie bringing this up? Uh, no, he hasn't mentioned the fairness doctrine. As far as I know, they haven't really talked about it, especially since 2011 when Why? the Democratic president decided that it was going to be no more. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Game on, Democrats. But I have to say, this also coincides with our... Um, pledging to have the pro-truth pledge. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, that Tom did. Yes. And uh, I support, of course. I, I, and so I thought this was kind of a fitting so, topic to go along with that. Austin, thank you very much for the uh, Fairness Doctrine. You're Appreciate welcome. it. I didn't I, write it, but I do endorse it. <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> did not write it. You're not that old. No. All right. No. Uh, let's take a break. Agreed. Good. Uh, Good yeah, I think we're going to need a break before this interview that we have coming up. Yeah, that we have no idea what it's going to be like nope, because we recorded be it a very after good this. Time. It's going to be a fun time. If I, I had to just, guess. I would guess that it's going to be a good yes. time and that the patrons are going to get a lot of extras. Yeah. But that would just be a guess because I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash the pod if you want to see the full interview coming up. <laughs> yeah. But we haven't had it yet. So when we come back, we'll have that interview. And that's it. I got no, no, nothing else. <laughs> Joining us now from somewhere in the world are two podcasters that have been friends of ours from the very beginning. I feel like it's been a long fucking Man. time. Um, it has. They in are the podcast world. Yeah, for, exactly. Uh, they are the ladies of the Crawford and Miles podcast. Oh, Miles and Crawford. There you go. Got it wrong again. <laughs> okay. It's the alcohol. He's super pretty. It's the so alcohol. Pretty. I can't. I can't help it. It's. Th- 
it's it's that podcast that I just said incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, Hi, ladies. I have no idea how, how I'm going to fix you? that, Tom. Thanks. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Here, I'll say it right now. Okay. Miles and Crawford. That's it. Now you have to edit that in. It's going to sound terrible, but do it anyway. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. You can do Miles and Crawford, MC Variety Hour, whatever works out best. We go okay. by both because we're versatile. Okay. There you go. Yeah. We're flexible. <laughs> As it says on my grinder profile. Very nice. <laughs> ladies. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm very specific on Tinder. <laughs> how, are you la- how are you ladies doing? Uh, amazing. Good. I'm very hot, amazing so hot. fuck off, everybody. <laughs> she's hot and she's drinking beer, so it's gonna be. She's gonna be a sweaty mess at the end of this. Oh, it's very oh, true. Yeah. It's Tuesday. Like we haven't even. It is Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, all day. All day. It See, is. and it's just the work week's not over yet. So I'll be better on Friday. There you go. Now, how about how about you do us a favor? And, uh, you know, you introduce yourselves. Now, I, I, you're from the Miles and Crawford podcast. Wow. See, Miles and Crawford <laughs> podcast. Or, you know what, fuck it, Crawford and Miles podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm first. <laughs> uh, but why don't you... I'm on top. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> also on my profile. Um, you can't have both. <laughs> you got to pick one. Wrong. Wrong. So, uh, how about you nasty women go ahead and uh, introduce <laughs> yourselves? Robert, <laughs> you go first. Um, okay, let's see here. <laughs> I want to introduce myself, but not include anything weird. Um, I'm Crawford from the MC Variety Hour, Miles and Crawford podcast. Um, I'm in my 30s. I'm not going to put a number on it. Um, we're from Ohio, mm-hmm. Midwest, uh, right there in the Rust Belt, buddies. Yeah, yeah. We, we're with you. There you go. Um, I really like cats. Uh, I'm a big It's a nerd. dating profile. I love it. And, and, uh, long walks uh, on the beaches. Yes, long walks with my kitty cats on Aww. the beaches. You got a leash and, for them? Yeah, do you have a leash uh, yes. for cats? No, I let them run wild. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to come at you on the beach. Oh, no, absolutely not. A, a, Repu- seagull, a Republican girl, might come at you. Yeah. You got to watch out for them, especially in Ohio. <laughs> well, I'm not black, so nobody will call the police on me while Walking my cat on the beach. Yeah, you know, that'll be another headline. <laughs> That's a stupid joke. I'm sorry. I'm full of them. Um, and I'm a mother, uh, but not a motherfucker. So. <laughs> or am I? I mean, I'm open to a lot you of things. You did say you were versatile, so I'm not too yeah. sure about that. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my profile next. Two miles away, everybody. <laughs> That's a, that's a little bit about me. Is that good enough? No, yeah, that's perfect. So if you're Crawford, then the other must Miles. be. Hi, Miles. Hi. Also Crawford. <laughs> also Crawford, yeah. Exactly. It's a dual personality, guys. <laughs> We're split personalities. That's all it is. You know, just one of us. Different voices, different voices. That's all. That's all. Uh, like Hopper said, I mean, we're, we're from Ohio. We're both moms. We're in the 30 range age area. And, mm-hmm. uh, She's yeah, younger. we just like to <laughs> we just like to talk shit and make fun of people. Uh, sometimes throw in some facts and figures and uh, make sure that our you know kids stay out of trouble. I think that's about as far as the life really goes. There you go. There you go. Are the kids staying out of trouble? Yeah. Are they? I don't know. I haven't heard from my whole day. <laughs> goes, uh, that's okay. It's not ten o'clock yet. Exactly. <laughs> no. <All> right. <laughs> 
I haven't seen them all day, so I assume so. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. Just make sure they are they are they of voting age or no? Uh, mine is, one of mine is, and the other is not. Okay. So make sure make sure they vote for the correct party, please. Uh, yes, they do. I would <laughs> disown them. I'd be like, I only have one child. <laughs> The other is dead to me. <laughs> no, my uh, my oldest, who's still of not voting age, but you've got to tell him opposite of who you want to vote for because he's Ooh. one of those who will yeah. just vote for whoever you don't want him to vote for just because he's a prick like that. God, I love you, oh. but... Uh, <laughs> That's the best ba- backhanded compliment I've heard but all I day. I love him. He just, you know, he's a... He's a he's you know he's a fighter. He's a kid. He's a kid. He's a kid. He's a kid. Yep. He's a kid. And yeah. uh, but he yeah. is a news junkie like me, so it's a very pro con situation. There you go. Mm. Very yeah. cool. So as I said multiple times and sometimes incorrectly, this is the <laughs> Miles and Crawford podcast on the MC Variety Hour. So why don't you go ahead and talk about your show a little bit? I'm curious, even though I listen to your show, but I'm pretending I I'm don't. sure you do. Uh, oh. <laughs> I do. I do. One of, one of the few. He's one of my 22 lessons for the month. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sister, we're in the same boat there. <laughs> uh, but why don't you explain what your podcast is? And uh, how? let me ask you this question. Because, you know, I'm a prepared interviewer and I have notes in front of me for... Okay, I lied. No, I don't have none. shit in front of me. It's okay. It's okay. But that is how I do interviews. So how about this? How did you uh, form a podcast? What what happened that made you form a podcast? This was completely and utterly Crawford's idea. <laughs> okay, uh, that's, that's not no, true. No, I mean, but we have been we've been talking about it off and on, and then at some point, I don't know. I think we just got the balls one day to be like, "Fuck it." She's like, "Hey, I got a mixer and some mics. You want to do this podcast thing?" And I'm like. Sure, let's do it. And that's and that's literally how our podcast began. But me and her are both, in my opinion, like we're both very vocal. Uh, we're loud mm-hmm. and obnoxious, and we're also very political. So we felt that it was a good, you know, especially in the the day and age, um, especially like with podcasts like yours. You know, you're right now. People need voices to listen to that isn't even just their own echo chamber, I guess would be the word, you know, but also Mm -hmm. just get perspective in a more of a comic and sometimes sullen way because the news is fucking depressing. Oh, it's Mm. awful. It's fucking (laughs) terrible. This week, we were looking forward to this week. Scott Pruitt resigned and then all of a sudden, fucking Trump picks this white bread to lead the... No, fuck it. No more. Another white man. Yay. (laughs) I love diversity. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Diversity. Who's whiter? It's shades of white. At this point, it's just shades shades of white. white. (laughs) And one Latina. 50 shades of white. (laughs) One black guy and one Latina woman. That's it. <laughs> They've got enough diversity. Yo, yeah, that's plenty. It's America. You know, it's mostly white. Oh, wait a minute. It's not. <laughs> it's reducing every year. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, <I> think- <laughs> I'm so tired of white folks. <laughs> as, a, as a white guy, I can safely say, yes, I am. I am. Yeah. I'm so tired of how white things are. You know what, though? When I, now that there are more, uh, people who aren't white on TV and then shows and stuff. I never realized how white TV was until I started seeing people <laughs> who weren't white anymore. And I was like, wow, this is refreshing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this the, is the really way I, nice. The way I always viewed it was like this. 
let's think of bread for a second, okay? You have bread. Think of a couple different varieties of bread, would you? You got white bread and you got wheat bread. You got one that's white, you got one that's brown. Which one's healthier for you? It's the wheat <laughs> bread, not the white bread. <laughs> white bread will kill you. No. Exactly. <laughs> Still, you're with it. And well, then it'll take to, your entire family to and separate yeah. them at the border. It might, it might just <laughs> enslave you for a couple hundred years. I mean, <laughs> and, and then be like, so <laughs> we don't care about that. Diabetes. White people were enslaved hundreds of years ago. So yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so white people have been persecuted. Yeah, twice. I remember both cases. <laughs> They were both against you, too, I think, Tom. <laughs> they were. Both of them were against me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, so, my. Now, let me ask this question. Why do you hate Trump so much? What's your problem? Crawford, go. Uh, I, uh, I, you know, I, got, I, I went on a rant last night. I was so fucking angry. First of all, I'm just angry that somebody's so stupid and ill ill-mannered and that's who represents our country to the rest of the world and he is killing all of our relations on an international level it pisses me off because he's just killing all of our relationships with other countries and then he's he literally has such a hatred for obama that he doesn't care whatever obama did whether it benefited our country or not he's like roll it back 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 he is destroying this country but crawford what <laughs> he's from He's from Kenya, of course. Yeah, I still, uh, I still don't believe in that long form birth certificate. Come we on. all know that Obama's so, a damn so liar. So explain to me how Blog Talk Radio shows that we have one Kenyan listener every week. Are you telling me that's not a coincidence? <laughs> that's Obama. He's that's like, Obama. I love these guys. Yeah, that's why. That's why He's we say thanks, Obama, unironically. <laughs> unironically, <laughs> it is Obama. Thank you, Obama, <laughs> for listening to this interview. He's literally supporting your podcast. <laughs> he is. I know he is. Yeah, Thanks. at a dollar a Thanks, month. Bro. Come on, Obama. <laughs> yeah. No, nice work, Obama. Even. Thanks, not buddy. Even. You know, that's just a, a tip of the iceberg of why I hate Trump. I mean, I could really get into some angry, angry rants. Oh, please but, do. Uh, please do. You know, I just... <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I did, you're I about to like, open up like uh, uh, Satan's door at this point. So. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Just like, you know, the Supreme Court nominees, I cannot believe that he's getting two fucking picks. I mean, that shit was going to last well, for the next how many generations, well, and it's upsetting. Ruth, Gin Ruth Bader Ginsburg's like 3,000 years old, I know. so it might He's going to get three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could be more. Just saying. I, you know, I'm looking forward to bleeding death at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Really looking forward to, you know, it, it, what's cracks me up is that the right has always been so, they fear monger about mm -hmm. the Taliban and, and, uh, oh, what is the other? ISIS? Shiite, I think, rule. No, yeah, they, they're so like, the Muslims are going to take over and, um, women are not going to be able to have rights like they do over there oh, yeah. under Taliban rule. <laughs> um, that is where we are heading, people. <laughs> yeah. well, that's where well, we're that's heading. Well, the thing. Like on a totally unrelated note, how do you guys like the outfits from The Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> because <that's laughs> I've really, I've really been wondering how I'm going to look in that beautiful red getup with that, that, those pretty dovetails. Yeah, because that, yeah. might, that might be the uniform coming soon. Don't ask Miles because she hasn't watched it yet. Look, Handmaid's <laughs> Tale fucking scares the shit out of me because I think that it's such a possibility that yeah. I just, I, I don't want to watch it because <clears throat> I think it'll only incite my crazy mm -hmm. tinfoil hat a little bit more than please, what it already is. Mm. Please keep talking while I Google <laughs> so I can pretend to know what this is. Oh, that's Wait, right. You don't even know you what Handmaid's Tales are... 
Oh yeah, it's oh. a movie with the women in the red robes. Okay, it's a of TV course, show. it was it was a movie, Tom. Sir. So okay, you can Google it. But <laughs> and they had red. It's, it's and also an award-winning robes. series now. <laughs> Oh, yes. it's not a movie. It, well, it it's was. a series now, and oh. it's very frightening. It was a book. But have you ever seen Breaking Bad? Oh. Oh. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Of course. How can you not? We live in Ohio. I mean, come on now. <laughs> That's right. It yeah. speaks our language here, okay? Ohio and the opiates, Breaking Bad and meth. I mean, they really are very similar to each other. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, that's something that we share. Uh, we're from Pennsylvania. Well, I'm from Pennsylvania. Austin left and went to this bougie hipster place called New York Ooh, City. Bougie. I bougie. bougie. <laughs> Where he tends his one-inch concrete lawn. Yeah. <laughs> now yell at the landlord. I- <laughs> yeah. We yell at squirrels. Aww. Squirrels is who we yell at here in Pennsylvania. And, red- and rednecks. And-, and lots and lots of rednecks. So and we redneck do squirrels. share similar... <laughs> Redneck stores? Yeah, they're, they're fucking making Find a floor. Find the little flags out of their fucking holes. <laughs> they're, they're farming on my front yard. Do they have the bandanas on? Is it like the little like brown squirrels with like the American bandanas? And they got, like, got the little black squirrels that are running around fearing the brown it's, squirrels? It's MSGA. That's their red hat. It says, make squirrels great again. That's what they're wearing <laughs> outside my house. <laughs> They got mullets, guys. They have mullets and and, and wife beaters. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. Do they drink junk acorns out front? Do they drink natural light or bush light? It's natty, natty light. Oh my god! That is totally all right. Yep, they're officially rednecks. That is it. That is it. It's pretty much the cake. Little squirrels running around in white robes. <laughs> 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 they don't want to show their face. I feel like somebody needs to make a comic strip about that portion of the conversation right there. Mm. It, <laughs> if, some, if somebody does, I'll love you forever. And ever. <laughs> and ever. And, uh, I'll and, send you and one beer. It. I'm not sending you a whole six pack. But if you make that comic hey. strip, I'll send you one Decent sized beer from Ohio. You know I love making comics. Oh, that is true. Come on, on. Crawford, do it. (laughs) (laughs) If if our friend John Willis from the Wayward Willis is listening, then maybe he can make that because he's actually an artist and he does things like that. Uh, We I I don't. Uh, Let's peer pressure him. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No balls. No balls. <laughs> oh, please. He's on vacation right now. He's not even he doesn't give a shit about Oh, he's show. listening to the show. Believe me. Be- believe me. He's listening to the show. He's nothing else to do. Just a loser. <laughs> Just like all of us. I really do actually kind of appreciate all your Trump impressions that you do over your podcast. They're pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, we try. Even sometimes they're really, really bad. I, I don't understand what you're saying. I am totally the president. And I come on the show all the time. It's not an impression. I don't do impressions. I, I come on shows. I talk. No impressions. People listen. No. Wrong. Look. Excuse me. Brown person. Stop talking. Okay. Biggest, there are not two of us here. Ever. Okay. Shut up. Shut up, Timothy. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so you hate Trump. Um, Wait. Hold on. Who said that I hated Trump? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, God. I, how can you, I, how I just can you not, I mean, how can you not love the man and all the wonderful things that he Thank says you. about women, about the, all yeah. the environmental protections that he has put in front of yeah. us, about how much she just promotes natural breastfeeding. I mean, we are so, uh, so excited about 
Crawford, you listen to I this, mean, right? I mean, he's got this wonderful relationship with off. Russia that, I mean, nobody nobody understands and how great this is that he is able to be such good friends with Putin that when he sells us yeah. to him, we are going to be so very, very thankful. Yeah. Finally, and, somebody says the I truth am. on this fake news show. And there's one thing that both of you ladies are forgetting. He's goddamn attractive. I mean, oh, that's God the thing. Oh, yeah. That's that little uh, rooster neck he's got going on with that yes. orange tan. Oh. So, yeah. so young. I'm telling you, just something for me. What is he, like 72? <laughs> I have a thing for older dudes. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> he, hits, he hits all of my all of my checks on the checklist. You know, like, God. Oh, that's man. why I'm so angry, because he won't oh, pick me. Oh, my God. What's up? I, well, Tom keeps sending you, you messages know, to Ron Paul, but he never gets back to me. Aww. He never, he never Aww, gets back to me. He I'm never cutie. gets back to me. Well, the thing is, I keep up with him because I need relevant people in my life. <laughs> 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 All right, Tom, and Ron Tom, Paul may not be relevant. Tom, yeah, yeah, he also that's, hi. That's, hi. That's a yeah. problem we'll tackle later. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sound, sounds good. That sounds good. Back to Trump. No, he's yeah, not giving him the floor. He doesn't deserve it. Damn it. Okay, okay I won okay, the popular vote. <laughs> I get the floor. Okay. Biggest crowds ever. Uh, you, Biggest you, crowds. You, you did in Trump. Time. You did in Trump, so fuck off. How about that? Um, how, now, let me ask you this. All right, fine. You don't want to talk about the T word. That's fine. I don't want to talk about the T word Chief, number 45, Fuckface McGee. Number 45. Those are the Let, names. Let's Dude. call him just number 45. Okay. All right. That's, Tom, right. that's Tom's that's agent number. As nice as yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. That's wait, nice. that's my agent number for the two skeptical chaps. You can't do that. So it's got to be the T word. How about the T word? The T word works. Okay. So we won't talk about the T word. How about we talk about some of the people that work for the T word? Let's talk about Betsy DeVos, please, oh, please. Yeah. The D word. The D word. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And it's not the one that we all like. It's I the know. one. Right. It's it's the it's the D word that makes me hate everything. It's DeVos. <gasps> DeVos. I just vomited in my she mouth. She is such... Oh, swallow it down, buddy. Look, ladies, if anybody that is of lady gender is listening to this, I apologize, but she is a conniving cunt fuck. <laughs> and I cannot stand Bessie DeVos. I fuck that woman. She is a fucking moron. And I... Outside of money, there is no reason that that woman has any ability to put her hand, foot, or mouth in the fucking education system. <laughs> and my kids are pretty much fucked and I kind of want to homeschool them because at this point <laughs> mm. I can teach them better than what that dumbass says all the time. And, I hate her. And when they go to college, now they're completely <laughs> on their own because fuck you kids. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, no, my, both my kids are already, I've got 11 and they're, and one's 11, one's nine. Oh, and they're both very, very aware that they are going to have to go to a community college. Um, yes. Community college. Uh, I'm, I'm pushing for welders uh, or any kind Kind of, you know, hands-on work because, mm. and if you want to go to college, then let me know in about three years so we can move to a different country where we become citizens, and then by then you can get, natu- you know, you can get free education in pretty much any other country that we will move to, except for America. Right. So, can all right, uh, unless unless you come to New York or California. No, fuck, fuck the U.S. All right, listen to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. He's like, no, no, no. Fuck the U.S. We're dead right, in the I, water. I, I got a better idea. We're dead I in like the water. I like both you ladies. I think, th- I, I think um, 
I wish we had talked earlier on, like months ago. I'm so sorry it took forever to get in touch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how about this? How about we all move to England? Because listen, hear me out. Hear me out, okay? Nasty women, don't talk, okay? Now, <laughs> hear me out. England, England uh. is in turmoil right now. Boris Johnson just resigned. Theresa May is probably going to be right next, which means Jeremy Corbyn might actually take over. England looks like a pretty good spot to be right now. So how about we all move to England? But you guys have to pay my for my ticket because I'm poor. That's okay. Do you think that we have money? On. Crawford, how rich are you today? You're from Ohio. Of course you have money. Uh, I have so I have so much money. I will afford I will fly us over there yes. right away. And uh <laughs> we can no, back, no. Guys. That's why every single time somebody asks, like, why don't you go on vacation to England? No, because, bitch, if I go on vacation there, I'm not coming back. And I, I can't afford that right now. <laughs> so, absolutely. Literally. Absolutely. Yeah, they're getting my health taken oh, care health of. Health and happiness. Health Aww. and happiness. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine just being able to walk into a store mm -hmm. and going to pick up your prescription? Yeah. And, and they, that's and all you do. That's it. Yeah. No, that's I can't, it. I can't yeah. imagine that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, can't. I, I can't imagine actually saying, you know what? I can afford to see my doctor so I can actually get preventative health measures what? taken care of so I can be healthy <laughs> and live longer to work longer. Oh, my. Wait. All right. No, oh, never whatever. mind. All right. Now well, you, well, you lost me. You lost what me. A crazy, <laughs> what a crazy system you're describing. And, and you lost usually, me. Because usually when I go to the doctor, he just takes my wallet and puts it in one of those skeet shooting things. And <laughs> just blows it the fuck up. All right. But Wee. you lost me there because I identify as a socialist, as a democratic socialist, and you said the word work. And I don't want to do that. I mean, look, we get it. Crawford and I are both millennial exennials, so whoa, we whoa. understand our lack of work ethic and our ability to put yeah. all of our money in avocado toast. Uh, I get those. Avocado yeah, toast is yeah. so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. It is. Yeah. I mean, why pay for your bills when you've got avocado toast? What? I mean, why? Yeah. Why? Why even do it? I, I think... Well, I have an avocado toast bill that I have to <laughs> <laughs> I got an avocado toast dude looking for me. Yeah, I know. The They're pretty aggressive. <laughs> Austin has an espresso machine. How hipster does that get? It's awesome. Oh, it's oh, so good. good. I, I can't machine, wait. Yeah. Wait, what kind of espresso machine we're talking about here? Are we talking like the $40 Walmart no. espresso machine? No. no. Oh. We're talking the expensive Breville one. Come on, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Heard moving to New York. Got it. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is... I think that just comes with it if you move to New York. Like, you get a free espresso Ooh, machine. Oh, is that true? Yeah, is that's that true. true? Yeah. You get, like, free bagels, avocado toast, and espresso machines? I mean, what is New yes, York yes. offering here? <laughs> and the guilt of a Jewish mother, yes. You get all oh, things. my God. <laughs> uh, oh, yay. My inner me is a Jewish oh, mother. Man. As long as you don't smoke cigarettes, because then it's $300 a pack. You know. <laughs> okay, look, Tom, nobody, nobody in New York smokes cigarettes. We all smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> See? Way better for you. It's so yeah. much better for you. Why would you not? Wrong. Exactly. Yeah, wrong. I agree. Stop. Stop talking. Wrong. That's it. That's it. No, wrong. I'm going to send Jeff Sessions Bad. after you. <laughs> so, so. Um, oh, God, Jeff Sessions. Oh, the little midget in charge. <laughs> no, you he's see, like that's, the, that's an he's insult. He's like the little because... racist Keebler elf that got away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> They're Thank looking you. for him. That's, that's true. Perfect. That's perfect. Get back here and dip the shit in chocolate. Oh, he refused man. to make any of the chocolate cookies. <laughs> <laughs> 
invest, just, he invested just, in the little elf the, prisons so that they could be the, We're back to the white chocolate discussion, how it's the worst of the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you see, Double Over Fans, that is called the full circle. <laughs> because we talked about white chocolate as we started the show. <laughs> no, we did, yeah. Oh, oh man. No, we, we, did. we did. We uh, did. So. <laughs> so. Um, I think that like 20 minutes of this podcast is just pure cackling. That's oh, it's all this fantastic. whole podcast This is, is going to be. Best, best type of interview. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me ask you this. All right, uh, one more question, and then we'll go into the, the spot where you can pitch your show and all that good stuff, all right? No, all, right. all right. Final question. Dennis, Dennis Kucinich oh. or John Kasich? <laughs> John Kasich. <laughs> Who are you voting for, ladies? Oh, um, let's see here. It's it is, because John is the mature uh, alt-right figure, correct? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He uh he is our current governor. Do you <laughs> like Dennis Kucinich in all honesty? Is he is he a candidate that you admire or not really? Is he even the democratic choice at this point or not? I mean he by is, default. Right? You know, it's like, well, it's like choosing the lesser of the so two. So is evils. John Kasich um uh, or Kasich? Is it Kasich? I, okay. I call Kasich. him Case the Dick. Case the Dick, that's Case the Dick. I really hated him until um, I still mm-hmm. don't care for him. But he, our Supreme Court wanted to roll back uh, the Ohio Medicaid expansion, and we have a raging opiate problem here. And he was like, absolutely not. He was like, I'll have hundreds of thousands of people dying uh, this year yeah. if I do that. And so he stopped them. And, and that's about yeah. his only one redeeming he, quality that I was like, my gosh, his heart just beats he's not the second. stupidest. He's not the stupidest person. And you found that out during the election. He's not the dumbest Republican out there. So, But, but does right. that mean, is he, a pop, is he popular in Ohio? Because we, we really don't talk to anybody from Ohio, so we don't really know. Is he actually a popular he, governor? Will he win re-election? <laughs> if it's him versus Kucinich, who wins? Kasich, I think, um, in, at least from my small town. Because where I live, yeah. and Crawford had, had lived here until she, you know, moved. I live in Trump <laughs> country now. Seventy percent of the county voted for yeah, Trump. Yeah, girl, where me I live. too. Woo! <laughs> they still, they still, they still say the N word here with a hard, hard R. R. Oh God! <laughs> oh, no. I'm bartending. I'm like, we we need to talk about that <laughs> oh, hard no. R, buddy. Oh no! <laughs> and they think I'm joking. I'm like, no, no, no. no. But I mean, that was. In, in my small little town that I live in, it was the only thing that I found most surprising was, um, I mean, obviously Trump completely won the overall vote. But mm-hmm. when it came down to Hillary and Bernie, Bernie won. And that is very shocking for um, even our the, even the Dems that do live here are old school Dems. They're they don't they don't understand change. Yeah. They don't like change. They want to stick to the book. They like you know, just stupid, stupid shit. And uh, but again, most overall than anything else, Trump definitely wins in in my town as well. Unfortunately, but I think, sorry, I think that Kasich at the end of the day is your main. It, 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 he really is. He is popular here, you know. And okay. at the same time, I mean, Sherrod Brown has a lot of love, and he's got a lot of support from not just. The old school Dems, but I mean, I I personally really like Sherry Brown. The guy goes out there, and I like the people that are starting to come up in Ohio. Um, 
Adam Papin, he's very young. Uh, what is Adam? Adam's like 32 or 33 years old. And uh, and he's running for the U.S. Uh, in the Ohio for state representative. And he won uh, by a, a very small margin. But it shows that Ohio wants the, the change. Right. Mm. But they're, they're not going to throw their hat completely, you know, at uh, – they're not going to – completely throw their hat in the ringer. But Bernie, I think, had the best... Between Hillary and Bernie, Bernie had the best bet in Ohio. Right. So I think that it really is that Ohio will swing blue if you put somebody worth it. And I'm not... I'm sorry, guys. I... I had to vote for Hillary, but if I had a choice, I would have never voted for her at all, whatsoever. Yeah, we're, you know, mm. listen, you're in, you're in, you're in good company here because Austin and I both voted for Hillary as well. Mm-hmm. I did but, too. Those yeah, four yeah. Of us there. So we, but it, if Bernie Sanders had actually gotten oh the Democratic God. nomination, all, I, I'm pretty sure all four of us uh, would have probably voted yeah. for Bernie Sanders. Absolutely, absolutely, oh, yeah. e- easily. Uh, Bernie, Bernie in the primary here. I, I've been registered independent since I was 18 years old. Never registered Democrat. Pennsylvania has a closed primary system, so you have to pick between Democrat or Republican to vote. And Bernie was running as a Democrat, so I switched to Democrat just to vote for Bernie. Mm-hmm. And a proudest vote of my entire life. And I've been voting every single election since I was 18. And I, I think it's like that with a lot of people. I think you know, Hillary is just an unlikable person. She, she, Hillary has been unlikable because of the fact, and it's not because her husband was some sex monger, blah, 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 yeah. got a blowjob in the White House. Put away Bill's bullshit, okay? Yeah, right. But even back in the 90s, um, especially a lot of us who weren't able to vote at that age. I was not. We did not like Hillary. I did not like Hillary as a kid then. Right. I didn't. I did not... I didn't like her persona. I didn't like who. She, I mean, I remember making fun of her as a as a teenager. I really did not like Hillary Clinton then. So, how she was going to resell herself to a generation of people who already didn't like her? Sure. And that's why. I mean, she's just she's not she's not she's not a likable person. I'm no. sorry. And I mean, it's not. I'm not sure if Bernie had the the grandpa feeling. It's not like he is some rock star who just lives in some ninety thousand dollar house. You know. Right. I, we know that Bernie has his pros and his cons sure. by all means all day long. But when it comes to somebody who I think would actually fight for the inevitable change, Bernie was going to do it. And people voted for Trump, in my opinion, because of the fact that they wanted the change that Bernie brought. Mm-hmm. But because he was out of the picture, they thought that Trump actually was the next best thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, yeah. they did. They really exactly. thought that he was going to drain the swamp. They really believed that he was going sure. to change. He did drain I the have... swamp. Whoa, 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 he... whoa, whoa. I'm going to stop <laughs> there. He drained the swamp. <laughs> he just refilled it with muck. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's. He, you know, he did say that, and he he didn't quite say what he was going to replace it with. So. <laughs> exactly. I, tr- I That's try a not good to point. say too much about any of my plans. <laughs> <laughs> not until well, Putin tells that's him That's a fantastic point. Yeah. He just said he's going to drain it. He could have filled it with literally acid. And th- Well, I tried to fill it with my family, but then they were like, no, you can't do that. So I was like, whatever, um, bring in the people from Exxon. That's fine. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yes. pretty much. Exxon and coal. That's pretty much it. And Goldman Sachs, yeah. the they people should, in the bag for should, Hillary. Uh, I'm really Goldman surprised Sachs. that like Dick Cheney hasn't really shown back up into the media. That's the one person I'm honestly shocked please. has not. Well, that's because that's his defibrillator stopped charging. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Amanda, I'm going to have to ask you to bite your tongue on that one. Please don't even Ooh. hope for that. That's something. I, 
Look, oh, what, don't did, say it. but but okay, come on now. Like Dick Cheney was at least easier to deal with on a lot of levels than anybody in the Trump administration. So you remember how Trump said I could I could shoot a person on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. I'd even get more Because votes. Dick Cheney had already done it. He, he actually shot a fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. But it wasn't on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> it was not. It was no. on the fifth fucking what, uh, Woodline? It was in the like, he was hunting, it was like right? yeah, the fifth mile into the Virginia Woods. Right in the face. <laughs> Listen. It happens. I, if okay? Dick Cheney look, who hasn't runs, shot their friend in the face If Dick Cheney runs accident. for president, I am officially <laughs> announcing I am going to Canada right now. I'll walk to Canada if Dick Cheney becomes president. Look, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure the American Heart Association wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I am an organ donor. They need my organs. That is true. And uh, I will say this: uh, my my organs are all really good, virus. except for my liver. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so just stay away from that one if you would. Thank you. Uh, yeah, right. he needs that. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Um, like I said, I feel like we should have done this a long time ago, and we should definitely do it again because this was a lot of fucking fun. Um, yeah, absolutely. So why don't you go ahead, one of one of you or both of you? I don't know. Yeah, no, you do the cropper. Go, go. Oh, no, okay, no, no, no. not everybody. Miles is so once. good. <laughs> um, Miles is so good at promoting. I'm just like, uh, I will put on your put on your best radio voice go, and give us every link and everything you want about your show. This is your opportunity to plug your show, and you just shared a picture with us. How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my titties again? I'm sorry. Oh my god, it was. They're friendly. They're like a pair of puppies. <laughs> they just want attention. Boy, I say you're about as useless as an asshole with taste buds. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thank you. Uh, go ahead. Miles, do our promo because you're amazing. Oh, at see, it. that puts me on the spot, though. It does. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, everybody should Good just luck. listen to the Miles and Crawford Variety Hour. You can find us anywhere on Podbeans, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Tumblr. Uh, if every once in a while I get my head on my ass, I will be on our WordPress uh, website, which is just milesandcrawford.com. Uh, you can pretty much find us anywhere on Twitter, Facebook. I mean, social media, we're there. Find us. You know, give us your money. We always want money. We yes. want your money on Patro- Patron. Uh, Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> so we can buy some Patron. I'll take Patron. some Patron. <laughs> uh, all we want is, is your money, your listens, and your downloads. If you could give that to us, we would be greatly appreciated. And uh, always look forward to our podcast that will talk about the most various of items i guess would be the way to put it so sure. there it is yeah listen we're super awesome you so are super us, awesome basically. i love your podcast i honestly sincerely listen to your podcast every single week Woo! Um, so naked or? <laughs> well okay. i mean i want to i'm just if, trying to measure our uh, if you our really want to know <laughs> uh in the boss looking the out answer, the window the answer yes, is ladies. yes Yes, and while I'm driving. <laughs> I like that Austin isn't saying anything. You know, he's like, I'm All, not, I'm not going to put Austin right now there. has his hand over his face. I can just tell you. And he's just like, <laughs> stop talking, Tom. That's all he's thinking about. <laughs> yeah, but that's like all I ever do. Every time. It's amazing. I love it. Um, hey, ladies, we need to do this again. Agreed? Absolutely. Sweet. Agreed. Uh, check out the Miles and Crawford podcast or the MC <laughs> Variety Hour 
And if you really want, you can try looking for the Crawford and Miles podcast. I Googled it before, and there's no such thing. So we really appreciate you guys having us on and giving us the opportunity. I had a blast. Yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed it. This is our first interview, by the way, that we've ever done. Me and Crawford have never been asked to be on a podcast yet. So kudos, by the way. No. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's okay. We don't get invited either. I have to go and beg people to be on our show, on their show. I'm just like, hey, have you heard of us? Have you heard of us? Please let us on your show. You're bigger and more popular than us. And I've got it. one of your stickers cool. sitting on my fridge right now that I'm getting ready to put on my car now that it's officially in my name and no longer Sweet. a lease. Yeah. So just so you know, Woo. I have your sticker. And do you so. know why? She has that sticker, everybody who's listening, because yeah, she is a patron. Patron, patron, that's the word I was looking for. Words. She's a patron. I love that he can't words, talk like me. Words are not my friend. Hey, everybody, go to www.patreon.com forward slash pod. And or Miles and Crawford. Now. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And that one. How about, you know what? How about Miles. this? Listen, Miles. listen. We all know that everyone listening is filthy fucking rich, right? So yeah, how about absolutely. how about $1 per podcast? Agreed? Ooh, agreed. Er. Podcast er. Right, so, so good. Four of us. Hey, by the way, who, who else hasn't gotten their Soros money? I've been waiting for like a year for my Soros money. <laughs> you, mean the na- you mean the Nazi? The I haven't gotten my money from the Nazi yet. Not yet. Yeah. No. I did not see that. They're Polish. They totally owe me money, no matter what across the board. So just saying, just saying. Oh Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> not even religious, and I'm calling for God uh, here. Well, we well, unfortunately, we are an extremely religious podcast, so I, I so figured. I'm gonna have to cut you off there. <laughs> Very safe for work to listen to. Yes, yeah, yes. With God, people, all things are possible. People who guys. believe in Harry Potter, I mean God. Um, we are going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our final thoughts and, and confession. I think. And confession, because oh. we are a religious podcast. Yeah. Who was not touched by Catholic priests? I was just going to make that joke. <laughs> well, it would be funnier Shit. if you if I wasn't touched by priests. What? What? No, who am I joking? No priest even found me attractive. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. From the back, they all look the same, honey. <laughs> we'll be right back after these short messages from the sponsors that we don't have just yet. <laughs> Um, Austin, it is time to end this big dumb show. Agreed, yeah. What are your final thoughts there, sir? Well, of course, I would first like to thank Miles and Crawford for coming back. I know you had to deal with deal with Tom, and I know that is a difficult proposition. And, um... <laughs> no uh, one agreed to it. No one agreed to it. It just no happened. One no. It just happened. I, yeah. I'm very Republican in that in that sense. I just yeah. force my way into your lives. Yes, but thank you for coming on. And um, I actually know the name of the podcast, unlike some people. And listen, uh, <laughs> okay, forty five proof. That's a lot of alcohol. And I've had two glasses, and they're not just one shot each. It's like a half a glass. <laughs> 45 proof, my favorite 
Oh God, forty-eight <laughs> proof is exactly what it is, right? No, it's no, I think it, I think it's eighty something proof because it's twice the alcohol percentage. Whatever you say, Austin. Okay, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else is on your on your mind for the final? Of, of course, Neil Cavuto or whoever that was that they uh, appointed to the Supreme Court <laughs> is a terrible, terrible thing, and Democrats better. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to learn his name because the guy's an asshole. So I've just decided not to. I'm just going to call him by something different. Oh my god! Every time you just broke me. (laughs) Yes. Okay, go on. So, uh, the Senor Care Bear or whatever his name was is a horrible right wing zealot, and I hope that the Democrats do everything they possibly can to obstruct him. Much like Mitch McConnell did to Merrick Garland. So Democrats, and I'm talking to you, Joe Manchin, and uh, other conservative Democrats, we need to oppose this nomination, at least until the midterms, and then we can oppose it until we have a good president. Because we can't let Dr. Kevorkian, or whatever his name is, on the Supreme Court, because it's already far enough right. And I think (laughs) that's all I have to say. While Tom, I don't know, massages the air or something. I don't know what is going on over there in Pennsylvania. I I agree with you. So my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Austin. You're welcome for your final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are thank you, uh, Miles and Crawford, for coming on our show. Uh, in all honesty, they've been our good friends from. I want to say almost the very beginning. Uh, so thank you for your continued support and you know, you're awesome and you're fucking funny. So we're going to have to have them on again soon. What do you think, Austin? Oh, totally agreed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Brett Cav- Cavanaugh. I forgot. I've had a lot of alcohol this episode. Uh, Brett Cavanaugh, Ka- something like that. Uh, Fuck you, and I hope you don't get enough votes. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. My final thoughts are pretty much that. That and we're fucked as far as the Supreme Court goes. We're fucked because Trump is still president. uh, And we're fucked because this country is really stupid. Yeah, this country I think is it's, really stupid. I think it's safe to assume that at this point. We're just, we're just... If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of the few that are not stupid. And I'm not saying that because you're listening to our show, but just because progressive-minded people tend to be not idiots. I don't mm, know. Yeah. Let's Whatever. just say that because that's what we are. <laughs> we are we are progressive-minded people. Yeah. Um, Man, I... There's a few things in this world I love, but alcohol is one of them. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? Alcohol consumption is up since Trump's been president, and I wonder why. Does anybody <laughs> yeah. actually wonder why? I don't no, think anybody nobody wonders why. why. Opioids are also up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm close to that point. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you're in Pennsylvania. You're right there. <laughs> I am. I can go right next door. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm my neighbor. Um, as always, you can find us on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dumbledore Pod and now. iTunes <laughs> for now. Yeah. Don't get used to that. <laughs> it's all I, 
That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you can, however, get used to iTunes.com forward slash dumb. Well, actually, you know what? It's not forward slash dumb. No, it's Just not. go to go to iTunes and search dumb over podcast because it's like a three two one eight six one. You know, it's, it's something really stupid because iTunes is not all there in the head. You know. Yeah. Agreed. I'm not sure what I'm saying anymore, so I'm really going to end this quick because I'm getting to the point where like things are blurring together. Okay, um, we are on social media, on Twitter, at DumbAllOverPod, <laughs> Facebook, DumbAllOverPod, Instagram, DumbAllOverPod. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something else at DumbAllOverPod. You know what? Just go to Google and type in Dumb All Over Pod. See what happens. And actually, even if you just type Dumb All Over now, we're like the fifth result. We're getting up there. We're moving up in the world. Sorry, Frank. We are taking up your song. Your song has made us C-class internet famous. All right. And then, please... Please and please and please and please and please and thanks. As always, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash dumb all over pod. I'm saying it nice and slow because I don't think you're listening to me. Uh, please, dumb all over pod, give us your cash. Thank you. Have a good week. We'll be back with some more bullshit next week. What, what do you think is going to happen next week? Oh, I assume we're going to declare war on the galaxy, the Imperial <laughs> Galaxy Force. We do have a space we're, force, don't we? Yeah, we're, I was going to say we're going <laughs> to deploy our space force. I Every week I wonder to myself, I'm like, how could we have any more news? We've covered everything, everything possible. Wrong. 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 And I'm going to make sure you have play to talk about. <sighs> I, love, I'm, I love talking. I love stuff and i love the yes. space force yeah yeah space so force anyway forever. we'll see we'll see what happens next week will be more more good stuff uh what is <laughs> yes next week? next week we will be more good stuff <laughs> is next week yeah no yeah yeah next week we have our uh not politics report with kevin oh and there's a little little bit of a special uh thing happening that week so looking forward to that Ooh, that'll be fun okay there you go. All right. Anything uh, else, Austin? No. Let's bid them adieu. Bid them adieu. Yeah. Uh, I'm English. <laughs> well, so I'm practicing s- my French because I think I need I'm, to leave. I'm <laughs> English, so I got to spreck in the English, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Have a good week. We'll be back next week. Bye, Austin. See you, Tom. At the Bank of Antandek, mortgages are on the menu. I was in the chippy last night and it hit me. Go on. We should give all our new mortgage customers a thousand pounds of spuds. Potatoes. Yeah, jackets, roasties, dolphin was. I mean, what's not to love? Hey, yeah, we could call it Mashback. Genius. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're giving their customers a £1,000 cashback on selected first-time buyer mortgages. See what's possible at Santander. Lending subject to status and criteria. Cashback given on completion and repayable if mortgage closed within two years. Offer can be withdrawn. 
Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878. 